Hi, everyone. Hey, Josh. My name is Josh. I'm a recovery from sexual addiction, and I'm an adult child. Great to see your faces. Um, some people think I'm actually looking at you. I'm just surveying the field here. So I am not looking at you. Grateful to be, to be here. So I'm not specifically pointing at someone in here. In fact, I'm pointing at myself today. Because we're talking about character defects today. Anyone got a character defect in the house? Yes. In fact, if you look up there, I don't know if you can read it. Maybe selfishness. Uh, for us addicts, maybe dishonesty. Ooh. That's a big one right there. Um, maybe it's jealousy, pride, resentments. We, maybe we can find ourselves within a character defect that, that you would see up there. Today, the aspect is victory, and you're going to have the opportunity to really think internally, are you humbly ready to have God remove these character defects? Because I hope you don't miss it today that it is not you that's gonna get rid of that character defect. I have a choice to go, God, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this and I need your help. And would you maybe uh, uh, entertain that idea? Or um, a couple weeks ago, I believe two weeks ago, Scott talked about dropping the rock. You guys remember that lesson? Great lesson that he talked about. And the aspect that we can hold on to something when we just need to just let it go. And how many times have I done that in my life where I want to let it go, but I really can't because I'm stuck here. I feel like this situation's unfair. I feel like this situation is worthy of my anger. I feel like this situation is worthy of my resentment. And I'm just holding tight to it. I'm unwilling to just let that go. That's the point. We need God to kind of like make us drop it sometimes. Because I'm stuck. And may, may we be willing to go, okay, God, I surrender. I need you to do it for me. So be thinking about what you're, what are you not letting go of tonight? Let's go ahead and go, and go into the next slide. There's realizations of the four steps. So in steps one through three, it's this aspect of surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ. Then we get to our fourth step where we take a fearless and moral inventory of ourselves. And we're faced with the situation of, if I did a thorough inventory, it's a lot of junk. And maybe there's some realizations here. Let's unpack this here. Recovery is not about quitting something because we come in to celebrate recovery to try to get rid of that one thing, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's anger, whether it's, it's my marriage, whatever it is, we come in recovery for that hurt, that pain that, that is there. But may you not miss the point of recovery that it's not about just that one thing. It is about life transformation. every area of your life. So I ask, why do we run away? Because God wants to move. And yet we think recovery is this aspect of one thing. Okay, I'm not drinking anymore. Fantastic. See ya. But the steps apply to all areas of your life. You got anger? I'm glad you're here. 
You got jealousy, dishonesty? Glad you're here. You're in the right place. If you're a human being, you're in the right place. <laughs> Our deeper character... I just noticed I have like one there. I think it's supposed to be bullet points. The transfer. It's the transfer. Sorry, you might see a bunch of ones now. It's, it's not... What's that? Zero, one, the binary... Yeah, yeah, it's not that, just so everyone knows. Uh, all right, um, our deeper character defects have, have been with us longer than the issue that brought us into the rooms. Think about it for a second. We look back at a situation. For me, it was I found a pornography magazine in the bushes at age 12. But guess what? I still had anger issues before that. I still had dishonesty issues before that. I still had family issues before that. I still had dysfunctional things before that. It wasn't just that one thing. It was all the stuff. I brought all that with me. Surely, I love King David's response here. Some good wisdom here. Surely I was sinful at birth. Sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Psalm 51.5. He realized the situation where he is, that he was born jacked up. And some of us, right now, are stuck on it's his problem. It's her problem. Don't you know? Haven't you know what I've, I've been through? And we're stuck. It's everyone's fault. But King David throws, slams down some wisdom. and goes, we've been jacked up since we've been born. And each one of us has a sin problem. And well, I know I do. I hope you can recognize that a little bit as well. See, people don't understand recovery for what it is. I, I, remember, it's a life transformation. So please grasp this aspect of character defects, that this isn't just an area of surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. This isn't just an area of looking at my stuff and seeing uh, my part in things. It's also going, God, I can't control these areas of my life. And I try every day, every day, and every day to control it. And I'm falling fat out, flat on my face every time. And, and, and I, hope, I hope you're wise and humble enough to understand this, brother. says, whether you're here for someone else or you're here for yourself, this place is not just for the addict. It is not just for the sex addict. It's not just for the drug addict. It's not just for the alcohol addict. It is for each and every person in here that has a character defect or is willing to go, I, I have a problem. And if you can agree to that, welcome. And if you can't agree to that, just keep coming back till you finally go, I got a problem. See, these character defects aspect, um, if I put it in Christian terms, step six and seven is all about sanctification process. We are asking God to change us from the inside out over and over and over again. I love this. Anyone stubborn in here like me? Yes. Let's be honest. Honest session in the house. Um, I am stubborn deeply. 
My wife and my sponsor know this like no one else on the planet of how stubborn I can be. Unfortunately, but I'm grateful for my sponsor. I'm grateful for my wife who can pour upon grace upon my life because sometimes I don't deserve it. And I'm stuck in stubborn. And I'm stuck in the WH Auden. We would rather be ruined than changed. Been there before? But they did this to me. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stay on top of it. I deserve this hate. I deserve this drink. I deserve this drug. I deserve looking at pornography. Do you see what this person does? We'd rather be ruined than changed. Maybe you're with me as well. Denial is not addressing those issues in your life and saying that they aren't there. Or it's because of them those issues are arising, right? Those classic statements. It's because of them why I have my issues. Each one of us is responsible for our own dysfunctional issues. You might be living with an addict or you might be living with someone who's not doing something that you wish they weren't. But it doesn't excuse our attempts at trying to control and blasting everyone in the house because that is my dysfunction. So it brings us to our big question, which is how do we remove all these shortcomings? Because ultimately that's the victory that we want is for God to remove these shortcomings. Here we go. Step six and seven. Step six is we were entirely ready. All right. First thing we got to do is we need to be entirely ready, right? But Josh, I'm entirely ready to deal with my alcoholism. Okay, great. I want you to. Are you entirely ready to get rid of the stubbornness too? In your time, I'm not. I'm not trying to diss anyone. Do you guys? Do you you hear my heart? I, I hope. I hope, I hope you hear my heart on that one. I'm not trying to diss anyone in here. But are we entirely ready to God move in all areas of my life? And we might not be. And that's okay. We keep coming back. Because guess what? I'm still falling short. I'm still messing up. I'm still falling in my character defects. This is a lifelong journey for me where I find myself at. We were entirely ready to have who? God remove all these defects of character. Does it say you were entirely ready to have you remove those character defects? Does it say you there? No, it says we ask God to remove those for me. Because if it said for you to remove those character defects, then we're just a self-help group here. We need to ask who has all power and that can change you and me. That stubbornness that keeps creeping up. That selfishness that keeps flowing out of you. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Step seven, we humbly ask him to remove all our shortcomings. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So we got to have a willingness and we have to stop trying to control that. Maybe you can figure a little bit of the humble and rise route, wise route tonight. The miracle happens. Please don't miss this. The miracle is going to happen 
that you're seeking, not when you move, but when he moves. Steps one through three is about surrender. Surrendering my life to Christ, realizing I have issues. Steps four through five, looking at that self, that admission, that confession in my life. Step six and seven, people get to these two steps and this is what they do. All right, I surrender God, my life's a wreck. Ooh, I can see, I got my part here. I got a large part. Okay, step six, step seven. All right, God, I'm ready to take back control again. That's the big mistake in step six and seven. Don't take back control. This is a re-surrendering step of God. I can't do these things. I can't get rid of this selfishness without your help. This blindness that I have. So don't do that mistake and take back control. Re-surrender. See, I can't tell you, and I don't think anyone can tell you when that miracle is going to happen. It could happen today, it could happen next week, could happen in, in a month from now, could happen. Some things take time, but keep coming back. Even if you don't believe it yet. Let me repeat that. Even if you don't believe it right now, because I know those dark places, the, the mind, which is like our worst enemy at times, doesn't it get dark? My, is my mind the only one that gets dark? My mind gets dark. And when it does, it feels hopeless. And that's okay. Just come. Just come. The big book of AA at page 75 says we pocket our pride. I like that. We pocket our pride. Ooh, how many times have I pocketed my pride? A lot. And go to it, illuminating, bringing forth, little step four going on, uh, every step twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. Once we have taken this step, withholding nothing, we're not going to withhold, withholding nothing. We are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We, we begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we have, we have begin, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. Sometimes the words jumble in my head, sorry. See, there's a stubbornness there, isn't there? We, we, we don't, we wanna withhold. Anytime I talk with someone, well, what's going on in your life? And, 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 and a lot of times, especially when we're stuck, we're bringing up other people. <laughs> and I go, but, but it's because of my boss and it's because of my significant other, it's because of this. And this is, you know, my life stinks. But in reality, I'm looking at the wrong person. I need to be looking at myself. That's a recovery journey, guys. That's a recovery journey. Withholding nothing. See, God's a gentleman. He's going to let you hold on to whatever you want. As, as uh, Scott used to tell us over and over and over again. See, character defect. 
or a, a character defect is an attempt to control our fears. Ultimately. A character defect is an attempt to try to control it and maneuver it. And this is that taking back control concept. I like, an, I like what another fellowship does in ACA. If you don't know what ACA is, it's adult children's of, alcohol, of alcoholics. And they talk about character defects being survival traits. That our character defects have been survival traits our whole life. Why do we drink? I don't want to deal with things. Or I want to lock emotions up, right? That I, I ran to things in order to survive or to hold on to. And they worked for me at one time, didn't they? Those things I no longer want to do, they worked for something. But they're not working for you anymore, are they? They have betrayed us. The big book, I'm running out of time, so I'm gonna skip over this one, I apologize, and get to our acronym. Which is victory. So voluntarily, what? It got changed, sorry. Voluntarily submit to every change. Therefore, I urge you, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Romans 12, 1. In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. See, I'm stubborn. And I'm selfish. Maybe you can relate. And there's also a supernatural realm according to scripture, that is my enemy. So a lot of the recipe of that, <laughs> it's not looking good for me. <laughs> Maybe you can catch my drift with that. It's not looking good. The odds are stacked against me. I want to remind you of WH Auden. We would rather be ruined than changed. And so in step six, in step seven, would we be willing to say, I'd rather change than be ruined? But can I do it? Step six tells us who's got to do it. God does. I just need to go, God, I'm ready. I submit to your change. I've met the enemy and guess who it is? Me. Some of you are like, yeah, yeah, it's you. <laughs> did, you did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met the enemy. It's me. It's my way of thinking. It's my way of making the situation like crazy in my head. Over and over and over again, like an idiot. I'm right there with you. I wish I could say, oh, you know, been in recovery for, recovery for 13 years. We're good. No. I still run to my character defects and once again have to go, God, forgive me once again. And then the, the people that I blasted, will you forgive me? 
because I'm an idiot once again. Yet, I may be an idiot, but I'm a child of God who's deeply loved and Jesus died for me and I got a hope. So, so, so I, I don't live in the idiocy. <laughs> I recognize who I am in Jesus Christ. Starts with the desire. Are you ready? I stands for identify with which character defect to work on. So I encourage you, take a look at a character defect. We probably have hundreds. Start with one. Start with one. God, I need your help with one. Hundred is a lot. See, we faced that fourth step. And there was a lot of character defects there, wasn't there? Keep it simple, stupid, as they say in the rooms. And I like that uh, Scott used to say this, those who try to figure out, go back out. Those who try to figure it out, go back out. And if we try to try to figure out why this is happening to me, we try to figure out why my spouse is doing this and, and I spin myself out, I'm going to go back out and use again or I'm going to go back out and let my character defects go all over the place. Easy does it. Work with your sponsor. Ask God what character defect to pick first. And maybe... You can start with open chair group tonight by talking about that one character defect or that one survival trait that you did a long time ago that helped you and now is betraying you. C stands for change your mind. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that we're asking God to renew our mind. Another saying of Scott, my mind is like a bad neighborhood. We should never go there alone. <laughs> That's a good one, Scott. I don't know if you said it or someone else, but it's true. I shouldn't be going there alone, but when I'm going sideways and a character defect is Going everywhere, guess where I, where I go to? Alone, isolating, sulking, self pity. Get out of my head. <laughs> By the way, I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm talking to my me. Maybe you can relate. See, the cool thing about Scripture is we learn that it's possible. We might not know it right now. We might not feel it right now. That it's possible for God to change my sticking thinking into healthy thinking. So I'm holding on to the possibility. I might not believe it yet. I'm holding on to the possibility that I have sticking thinking. God can change that into a healthy way of thinking. Not a perfect way of thinking. And how do we transform our minds? Brothers, sisters, maybe some of us need to open up the Bible. Sorry, we're in, a, we're in a church. 
And yes, we're going to mention God. We're going to mention Jesus here. We're going to mention the Bible. We want you to get in God's word. You want to be transformed? Read it. Read the big book. Read the Bible. Read the ACA, big red book, white book. Read the Bible too. If you don't know where to start, certain John, Romans. There you go. Love Romans. T stands for turning character defects over to Jesus. We humble ourselves before the Lord and he will lift us up. James 4.10. See, we're turning our character defects over to Jesus. We need to just begin by asking him. But notice it's all about humility. And I love what the 12 by 12 says here about step seven. It says, indeed, the attainment of greater hum humility, I'll say that again, indeed, the, the attainment of greater humility is the foundational principle of each and every step. The attainment of greater humility. That we're going to invite humility in all these, that humbly, I'm going to voluntarily submit to every, every change. That humbly, I'm going to identify these character defects and, and get my eyes off of so many other things and look at me. That humbly, I'm going to ask God to change my mind. Humbly, I'm going to turn these over to Jesus. And if you look at each one of the, each and every step, you're going to find humility. O stands for one day at a time. We do it one day at a time after, one day at a time after, one day at a time. See, a lot of us are stuck in fear or worry of the future. Or some of us are stuck with guilt and shame or regrets of the past. But I love what God does in Exodus 3.14. He calls himself the great I am. Yes. Good job. The great I am which is a present tense, that I'm here right now. He didn't call himself the I was or, or the I will be. He called himself the great I am. So be in the one day at a time, one moment at a time. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me, all of you who are tired of carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. He's wanting. He's wanting to enter those places. Invite him there. R stands for recovery is a process. It's steady progress, not perfection. Steady progress, not perfection. If you're looking for perfection, ooh, should I say this? Maybe go to some churches. Because the reality is, 
we are looking to welcome the idea that I fall short over and over and over again. And it's an opportunity for me to humble myself and go, I'm not God and I need your help. Seek patient improvement, brothers and sisters. Why, why, since for you must desire this change. See, God does the work. All that's asked of you is to have a desire. So I uh, just ran out of time, but I want to go to our last slide here. Which is, are you humbly ready? And that's an opportunity or a choice that you and I have. Are you ready to shake these character defects or survival traits? And I ask you to just think of one. Talk to your sponsor through it. Talk to the Lord about it. Step six and seven, a reminder that this is a re-surrender, not a taking back control and trying to figure it out. It's a journey, not a destination. We ask God for help and let him be the life changer because he's the only life changer that, has, that can give me hope. It's not your spouse, it's not your boss, it's not the money you make, it is only him. Steady progress, not perfection. We've, and when you fall short, by the way, you're gonna fall short a lot. I fall short so much with my character defects. When you fall short, get humble and humbly ask him to remove that. Are you humbly ready? Second Chronicles 16.9 says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. He's wanting to hang out with you. Would you let him? Would you stand with me as we do this Serenity Prayer?